Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. Welcome back to the program called Education in Daba here on the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM stereo with your host this evening, Ridwan Ahmed and Yasira Donas. A very big shukran to Buta Ishmael, our technician for this evening, as well as Zarina Jacobs, our producer. Now, if you have just joined us, we are joined in the studio by Lynn Herman, who is the Executive Officer for Naptosa in the Western Cape. And we are chatting about a breakfast brief for principals, or rather, what is the role of a principal within an inclusive school? Lynn, where do we get the discussion going on this one? Well, um, the discussion going around this, because, you know, everybody is aware of white paper um, on inclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, and inclusion has been a hot topic for quite a while. And I feel there's also been a lot of um, mismed messaging, you know, misinterpretation of the document as well. And um, I, we have, well, I have come across... Um, well, the, the guest speaker for the event is Anne Morton, mm-hmm. who's the principal of the Pinelands North Primary School. And she, they are the model, I would say. I really would say they're the model of an inclusive school. So we have Anne coming along and chatting about the role of the principal in an inclusive school. Okay, and this obviously is a breakfast briefing. So one can then assume that uh, the discussion or this event will take place early morning. Yes, crack of dawn. <laughs> at the crack of dawn. Okay, a bit um, of more information about the breakfast. The crack of dawn, yeah? yes. Um, we start at from 7 till 7.30. Um, there will be um, tea, coffee and a light breakfast, finger breakfast served. And then at 7.30 we go into the auditorium at Old Mutual Park and where we have Anne presenting for an hour. Mm-hmm. And then we also have, after her presentation, 15 minutes of question and answer time. So about quarter to nine, we're out of there and people are on their way. Okay. Back to school. Okay, so what we're saying is that this particular breakfast brief <coughs> then on the role of principals in an inclusive school will take place at the Old Mutual Auditorium and that will be from 7 until 7.30 for a light breakfast or, or um, whatever, 7 till for 7.30 and then you should be out of there by 8.45. That's correct. And the presenter there will be Anne Morton who is the principal at Pinelands North Primary School. Let me just uh, turn my attention to Yashira very quickly about this whole issue around inclusive education an inclusive school. What is an inclusive school, Yasira? Shukran, Ridwan. You know, and as Lynn has said, you know, before we had inclusive schools, we had what we call full-service schools. Now, a full-service school is supposed to be your kind of pilot or ideal model for what inclusive education is. However, that did not take the form as it was intended. Um, It boiled down to a school, normal public ordinary school, having a unit class where children could then have interventions from a learning support educator. Now, inclusive school is a public ordinary school, but renders all the services needed for children who has barriers to learning, regardless of the barriers. I think the extent of the barrier um, would be revised and see how they cope within the mainstream environment. But your children who have ADHD would be, um, you know, um, a provision for children who are slightly autistic or they're on the spectrum um, and they can function in normal school. 
they would be made provision for children have cerebral palsy and are functioning optimally. They would be made provision for um, your um, hearing impaired, partially hearing impaired child would be made provision for. So would your visually impaired child, um, you know, also be made provision It sounds like for. the list just goes on and on, Yasira. It does, Ridwan. Um, the nice thing about it is if the school is by the means and you have a staff who is willing and able to, you know, go for training, understand what's happening, because to teach a child who has barrier to learning is more than, you know, what model am mm-hmm. I going to adapt? But my te- teaching methodology now needs to change, but also include everybody else. So it's not an easy task and you need to take your hat off to Ann Morton for, you know, being the model because it takes a lot of human resources, um, your own time. Do you know, how do I plan for a, for a class where there is maybe three, four different kinds of levels, cognitive levels in a classroom? How do I manage the school when the facilitators come in to assist? Do you know, how do I make provision for the extracurricular activities because they're still part of the school? So it is quite a, a, a hefty task to take on um, any mm-hmm. principal at a mainstream school, did one. Okay, then. If I just had to add on to what Yasira said, now Yasira said something very, very important, and that is children with learned barriers to learning who can cope in a mainstream school. Mm-hmm. It's not giving the child who has the, a barrier that... that is really bad mm. um, and forcing the teacher to cope with that and I think that's what your Sarah said is very important and that's where the misinterpretation has come Definitely. in they uh, many people think children with all kinds of barriers uh, specifically physical barriers mm. are going to be in mainstream schools now you know and what about um, you know special stairs and lifts and all kinds of things they're thinking but it's those children that can cope Mm. in a mainstream school and I think that's very important. Okay, now obviously as you said, you know, there is a breakfast in on or a breakfast brief rather organized by NAPTOSIN, that is the National Professional Teachers Organization of South Africa, on the role of the principal in an inclusive school. And this will be conducted by Anne Morton. It starts at about seven o'clock in the morning. Is this the date and the venue again for us, Lynn? All right. It is on Friday, the eighth of May. Mm-hmm. Um it takes place at Old Mutual Park. If you if those people are, are attending um, walk into the main entrance of mutual park and their auditorium is on the right and we'll mm. have our banner up so everyone can see I just want to add that this um, this is open to all principals school principals as well as um, HEM universities um, departmental officials um, even any stakeholder in education we have mm. some publishers are coming along as well well as well as some staff from district offices um, so we're very excited about this because the idea about these breakfasts um, briefs we have one scheduled for every term and the idea is to create an informal platform for all stakeholders in education to for us number one to celebrate good practice mm. but also to share and to get together on an informal in an informal way, um, there were there no barriers, and it's really very um, powered. Really, it's a very powered hour because there's networking taking place. It's yeah. absolutely amazing to see. Yeah. Okay, so there the is then this uh, informal uh, practice or platform then where, and specifically principals out there within the Western Cape, if you are interested to attend uh, this particular breakfast brief, which is on the role of the principal in inclusive education, the, uh, the venue will be the old mutual um, building or offices in Pinelands, if I'm correct, the auditorium there, and this event will take place on Friday the 8th of of May and it starts at 7.30 in the morning. We'll share a bit more about that. Uh, we're just going to go for a quick ad break and when we come back we'll continue with the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape.
Welcome back to the program called The Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM studio with your host this evening, Ridwan Ahmed and Yasir Adonis. Just a reminder to the listeners that you can participate in the program by sending us your SMS to the number 47913, our SMS line 47913. If you are traveling on your way back home or wherever, uh, do take care on that. If you have to join us, we are joined in studio by Lynn Herman, who is an executive officer with... Uh, uh, for professional development uh, within Naptos, and they have arranged a breakfast brief on the role of the principal in, in, in an inclusive school. This will take place at the Old Mutual Auditorium on Friday the 8th of May, and the event starts at around 7 o'clock. Now, Lynn, you know, I know you said that it will be, you know, for principals, particularly the, the, the focus would be for principals to attend this particular breakfast brief. I know you mentioned that there's a lot of other stakeholders It's also, uh, you know, uh, available to attend. But if anybody is interested in still attending, firstly, are there still space left for principals? principles to attend or for people and how they go about doing that hi um red one yes we do have a few spots available and um they can call me at our offices um 021-686-8521 and they could ask for lynn for lynn herman okay thanks very much uh, for that so if there are any principles out there still who would like to attend this particular uh, breakfast brief uh, or if an educator at an institution and maybe you can motivate your principal to attend mm-hmm. as we said this breakfast brief uh, will be around the role of principals in an inclusive school as we said that will be on friday the 8th of may at the old mutual auditorium uh, you can contact lynn on the number zero two one six eight six eight five two one yes it's a word of motivation from your side no definitely Definitely, Ridwan. I think it's very important and, you know, principals at public ordinary schools should really take heed, you know, and speak to their staff about it because at the end of the day, inclusive education is real. Every single school is going to have to make provision for children who have mild barriers to learning, be able to cope in a mainstream environment, but be able to provide the correct and intense support so that they can go from grade to grade. And I don't think it's about, okay, um, you know, we'll get somebody in to help you. It's about how do we structure the curriculum so that it can accommodate the child and not have the child fit into the curriculum. I don't know, learn from from your side, you know, um, what are... What do you hear out there around, you know, when you say inclusive education, people who are not quite okay with it, what, what is their response to you? Well, I, I think my, my pickup around in, inclusive education is, um, haven't we always, I mean, remember when you and I went to school, we had group work. Yeah. You had groups of math for maths, you had groups for reading, you had groups for phonics, you had groups for everything. Wasn't that inclusion? And now just because it's a policy, um, people are... misinterpreting the policy as such. That's what inclusion is. Inclusion is um, accommodating everybody in your class or in your school. Correct. And I think think what has taken preference now, Lynn, is that the moment you say inclusive education, they want an occupational therapist, Mm. an educational psychologist, and a social worker. And I think educators, but we must also remember how educators from when we were at school were... um, you know, they, they were different in the sense of managing, and I think the curriculum wasn't as strenuous as it is now. Um, if you sit with even grade R educators and grade 1 educators, if, if I do training, you know, around what is a barrier to learning, just assist us to identify these kinds of, you know, things within your classroom. They say, when do I have the time? Mm. CAPS is very, you know, stringent and strict and so on. So I said, 
or while the child is playing, while the child is doing activities. So I think we need to look around, you know, what is the understanding about a barrier to learning and what support they need? Because it's always an OT must come in and assess your child. I think that is what become now common practice, one would say, in your public ordinary schools. I also think it comes down to classroom management. Right to the nitty gritty, how I manage my classroom. I mean, while a teacher should be so versatile, while working with one group, another group going on with another activity, another group playing games, another group going to the library. So we have this kind of movement. It all comes down to how I manage my classroom. It's no longer sit in rows, be quiet, listen to me. We've moved past that kind of classroom management style. We moved um, into a more interactive, mm-hmm. um, busier kind of classroom management style. Okay, thank you very much for that. And just a reminder that the presenter there will be Anne Morton, who is the principal at Pinelands North uh, Primary School. Now, Lynn, one of the questions, obviously, would be for this particular breakfast, uh, as we said, a breakfast brief. Uh, are there any cost implications, you know, for either members or non-members or for anybody that would, that would wish to attend? Red Wine, there's no cost. We um, It's a kindly sponsored by Old Mutual and um, also part sponsored by Naptoza. So it is free. Okay, well, so there's a, a free breakfast uh, bre- uh, briefing, you know, available to our principals within the Western Cape on particularly the role of principals in an inclusive inst- or an inclusive school. This will take place on Friday, the 8th of May at the Old Mutual Auditorium. If you are interested to attend, you can kindly contact Lynn Herman on the number 021686. Eight five two one. Uh, Lynn, thanks very much for taking out uh, your time, particularly on a Sunday evening, you know, to share with us and the listeners more about this particular breakfast brief. This is a new thing, or, or you know, that or. Uh, and normally have, we have workshops in the mm-hmm. afternoons and all of those things uh, so this breakfast thing is a kind of a, not a new thing but it's, a, it's almost kind of the in thing these days. It is um, Red One. it is something new that Naptoza has um, put on the cards, this is our second one for the year, as I said before we're going to have one per term mm-hmm. and um, there, having been three years or almost four years in, in my job as in doing professional development, I've come to the realisation professional development is not just workshops and um, courses and people like to interact and learn from each other in more informal ways so we have lots of other ideas coming up and um, one of them being a um, an American concept which we want to try out as well and um, more information around that later but mm-hmm. it's a very it's an informal way of learning it's um, it's a conference <coughs> but it's an unconferencing model um, so we want to do something like that as well in okay. the near future. Well, thanks very much mm. for that. And uh, once again, thanks very much for your time. We're not going to ask you again what your handicap is. Uh, I no. think uh, Buta Ismail <laughs> made it very clear to me, you know, uh, what that is around. But certainly a very big thank you to you for taking out from your time. And we want to wish you everything of the best with uh, this particular breakfast brief, which is scheduled to take place on Friday, the 8th of May at Old Mutual Auditorium. Uh, open to all principals at no cost. And you can contact Lynn on the number 021 6868521. Lynn, thanks very much and a very good evening to you. Thanks, Redouan. Thanks, Sasiro. Take care. Okay, on that note, we go for a quick break. And when we come back, we'll then continue the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape.